Greetings, Moonspell. This is Ed, and I am here with Jeff once again. Yeah! And we watched a movie. Yeah, we did. It, For the first uh, time in so long, man. Right? It's a lovely story about a father getting to know his daughter. Yeah, it's a lovely story about demons trying to get to know people. <laughs> when you boil it down, it's about the father learning to connect with his daughter. Yeah, um, I think... Uh, I think, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to say something that I can't really put my finger on. In the beginning of the movie, so to to start out, we watched They Reach, which is a, it's kind of a mashup of things, but it's, uh, it's, it's a really good movie. I like it. I'll, I'll just say that. It is not publicly available yet. Um, I've I've had it for a while. I was very privileged to get a screener of this movie earlier this year to do some reviews. And I've had the pleasure of talking to a few of the cast members. Uh, the, the main star who plays Jessica, the daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, her mom and I talked about her work in the movie. And the actress that plays the mother in the movie, Grace Daniels. Uh, that's the mother's name, not the actress's name. Uh, her and I talked about her work on the movie as well. And um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Silas. I cannot remember his full name. The The writer-director of the movie and some other people that do PR for the movie, I've... I've had the pleasure of speaking with about the film and told them uh, how much I enjoyed it. But in the beginning of this movie, uh, they're coming back from a funeral. I believe uh, they had a son that passed away. So it, it alters the narrative and dynamic in the family. And I think that's where what you said comes into play. The father trying to connect with his daughter and get to know her and yeah. be it's there for her. She's different than most kids, especially during that time period. This is oh, yeah. what, 19? Uh, if I had to guess, um, because I don't think it says what year it takes place, I definitely think it takes place mid to early 70s. Maybe even the late 70s. Somewhere between 74 and 77, if I had to guess. That makes sense. I think... I think it might actually tell you in the beginning when um, because it starts out with that, you know, the little scene about the origin of the demon and the priest and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think it gives a year for that. And then it tells you how long it's been, but I'm not exactly sure. I suppose I could just turn it on and check, but I think you're I could also type it into the computer and Google, I'm thinking. I don't even know if they have a Wikipedia for this or anything yet. I know that they're going to be showing this off at some um, some film festivals coming up soon. I know they had a big one scheduled to debut the movie here in October. 
but I can't remember what they said the festival was or when they said it was. What are they doing those um, virtual festival things? Or are they going to an actual? I'm not sure. I, it might be virtual. It might be in person and a limited crowd. I know they were excited about still doing it. Because I, I think originally they were supposed to air it at one of the festivals in the summer. And then they had slated a release for fall. I, I can't remember. It, it's hard to say. I, I did a review of the movie, I want to say end of July, maybe even early July. And like a couple days after that, we had talked about the movie and they were telling me all this stuff about when it was supposed to come out and when they're actually going to do the, the festivals and when they have the the physical copies coming out and stuff like that. So Bella all that just said about this year, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, this month, I could use my phone, that, but I don't want to touch it because <laughs> I, I don't want it to do that thing where sometimes it mutes my mic, oh, yeah. like it used to when I would play with stuff, and then we've got to start the recording over. Yeah, because um, I, 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 I would have to log into my Twitter to look. Actually, I wonder, can I, can I go into my Twitter on my computer? I'm so out of the loop on the whole Twitter thing, because it used to not run on computers. Oh my god, it does, and I'm already logged in. But since it's not even, like, released, let's try not to give too many. Um, yeah, definitely not. I'm going to I'm going to scroll through All right, here Grimfest in Manchester uh this month is when they are going to do the world premiere of the movie. And it was uh, August, back in August, so not that long ago. It was just a couple months ago that I talked to all these people. Eden Campbell. Eden Campbell. I I have to make note of Eden Campbell. Her role as Cheddar is one of my favorite things in this movie. Before we even talk about the movie, it's so great to me that I... I'm going to totally shout out Eden Campbell for her portrayal of Cheddar, who is this teenage girl that has corn dogs in her sweater pocket, her backpack, her, her pockets, everything. She, she was my favorite character in, in the whole movie. I absolutely loved just her quirkiness and everything. Yeah, it was, it was great. And Elizabeth Rhodes is who played Grace Daniels, the mom. I'm just, I'm going through all these messages I have with all these people. (laughs) Oh, man. And then Mary Madeline Rowe, her mom and I talked about 
her portrayal of Jessica, she was the main actress. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I think she did a great job. I think her acting chops are well above her age. I think she has a good career ahead of her. The kid actors actually did a good job, you know, but most of the time they're annoying. Yeah, I we, we talk about that a lot when it comes to movies. The way that kids get written into some of this stuff, especially horror movies, is terrible. Yeah, they did a good job on this, and actually their performances are... They carry the movie. I mean, they I mean, were well above... Yeah, they're better than most of the adults, which is good because they're the majority of the movie. But they're exactly agreed. Um. All right. So now that I shouted out Cheddar and her corn dogs that are covered in cheese sauce, like where does she keep the cheese sauce? <laughs> it's so I I can't get over it. Every time I watch the movie, I love it. Um. So yeah, spoiler alert. Cheddar, cheese dogs. I will I will refrain from giving away anything more than that about the movie, except for that I appreciate everybody and their work on the film. I think it's I think it's a really fun and good movie for how kind of dark it really is. Yeah. It's uh like you said, it's kind of got, well, when I was explaining it, you said it kind of Evil Dead type. And it, it kind of is. It's kind of like uh, Stranger Things and um, The Conjuring had a baby. And then that baby had a baby with Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, I don't know. It's just, it puts a smile on my face, which is weird because it is kind of, I like the ending. I guess the ending puts a smile on my face, but we won't talk about that. Oh, that was the one thing, like, kind of, I, I, I don't like the type of ending. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I figured you weren't going to, you would have liked it if it ended where it ended, but. I mean, if I had to guess, right? If it left off where you thought it was going to end? Yeah, that would have been cool. Or. And you know what? I mean, who's to say that it doesn't have a different ending now? I don't know if they filmed another ending. I did not talk to them about that. So I might be one of the few people that would have the ending we saw. If they do change it, because I have, I have a, I don't even know when I got this. I think I got this, like I said, in June. Hmm. or july probably july since i talked to them in august but um do you want to run through the i think the ending would be my only like qualm with it like it's a fun movie i just that's how the ending yeah the ending kind of it makes me smile and i want that smile you leave my smile alone. So, yeah, we could do a kind of a synopsis here. Yeah, yeah, a little run-through. Kind of start off like, um, what the best way to explain it would be like The Conjuring or um, 
exorcism of Emily Rose down there in the basement. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know where the, okay. So the movie is about a demon, I guess is the key point. Um, a demon trying to come into our world, um, join reality as it were. And he has possessed a little boy in the beginning of the film. And that doesn't work out. I'm not going to ruin it, but, uh, things happen and the demon is trapped inside of a reel to reel tape recorder which ends up in a thrift store that antique shop yeah yeah actually i think it is an antique shop now that you mention it um which comes into the hands of uh, jessica she gets home from the funeral, I believe, and is upset, hops on her bicycle and rides over to this antique store, picks up a whole box of things, some records, that reel-to-reel recorder, and then she becomes marked after playing it, or cutting herself and bleeding onto it, I believe it was. Yeah, because the button was stuck, so it didn't actually start playing until yeah. a bit later. Yeah. Um, but then all kinds of, uh, you know, sort of Evil Dead type stuff starts happening. They're able to, this demon's able to copy people that are close to yeah. Jessica. Yeah, they uh, they definitely take over some people that are close, and they do some they do some gruesome stuff to uh, a couple people. I, I can't really say who, but um, I will say that the the visual effects for some of them are pretty great. Yeah, I really did like the makeup, which is weird because this is one of the only times that I I can actually say for certain um, that the the writer director or he he either co-wrote or co-directed and did the other one as well um mm-hmm. but the guy that did the writing directing of the movie at least in part and in full also supervised and participated in the visual effects the uh the makeup and stuff which I don't hear a lot of. I don't hear a lot of directors or writers getting in there and supervising or participating in the visual effects makeup. Well, how many? How much stuff has he done before this? This is. I've never uh, heard. Of you know what? I, I think this might be. One of his, first, if not. First productions, uh, like a debut theatrically. Silas Dahl is his name, and this is okay. So he's got the Blue Line, which was a film festival film. Hit Squad. Thing.
which is another short. Yeah, this is his first feature-length movie. But uh, he, they'll, um, when it's their debut, they usually have their hands in quite a bit of things. It's usually yeah. like directors that are later on, but they just do the one thing. But it, it's good that... Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm proud of this for him. Oh, he was an art director in something too, uh, called The Sound. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not sure if that was a short or a feature length movie. Oh, it's a short. So yeah, this is the first full length movie that he has worked on in general. Hmm. Good job. Yeah, oh yeah, it's that's a good start. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It gets pretty evil, Daddy. And um, I do like the scenes that just you don't know what's actually happening to the guy, but just blood shoots out. <laughs> yeah, I I like those kinds of things. Yeah, like you don't know when they work. Yeah, when they work, you don't know what's doing it. And you don't know what happened. All you know is a whoosh of blood is shooting out of a certain area. <laughs> yeah. It's like when they uh, when it's under the desk. But how how big is this desk that they have to like actually bend over and look under it to see someone being dragged under? Man, hmm. I want to see the short. I just, um, I'm still looking at the work that he's done. He did a short production of They Reach, which he later turned into a, a full length movie. Hmm. I, I wonder, I wonder how the short is. I would like to see that. I should reach out to him again and see if I can get my hands on the short. Maybe it'd be on the DVD or something. They do that. Wow. Yeah, they do. And I love when they do that. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of bonus features. Yeah. Especially uh, any yeah. shorts that played into it or uh, commentary. I love commentary tracks. I like behind the scenes shit. It makes me happy. I actually think um, I might still have... Actually, I know I do because I have the entire box set of Saw, so I still have the original short for that, too. Yeah, I have... um, I had a special edition of Saw that had the... the shorts and stuff, and I think Saw 2 had some shorts from... On Darren and Bozeman and stuff. So, yeah, hopefully they, um, whenever this gets on DVD and Blu-ray, they'll add some of his uh, shorts. Because that'd be interesting to see. 
Sorry. I definitely just totally trailed off there for a second. I had to uh, message Belladonna back. I had to ask for her blessing to bring back movie nights um, since that was kind of her thing, but uh, I miss doing it and I miss having everybody come together and chat and stuff, which is why I started the Discord for everybody and am now bringing it back so we could do more stuff like this and yeah, well, review more movies as well. I haven't been doing much on Slack or, or even Slasher lately. I might get back. Yeah, a lot of people haven't. And a lot of people, I think, got rid of Slack when we stopped doing the movies. That's probably, that's probably true. And Slasher, I I don't know. I stopped participating when, well, we're not going to get into that, but I haven't been on there in a while. I still pop in every once in a while just to say hi and talk to some people, but I am uh, hopefully going to give everybody a platform to talk to each other in a live environment. Yeah. That's always fun. This part's a good um It is, and I like the fact that I can stream my screen. I wish I paid for Discord so that I could do it in ten eighty, but it's uh you know, seven twenty that'll keep the bandwidth low for everybody else anyway, so if they don't have great internet connections, they won't have any problems streaming. Yeah. So I guess it'll work out for the best. So back on back to they reach. Yes, they reach. Um, it's hard to continue the synopsis without giving stuff away. I don't want to ruin anything, but they pretty much they figure out what's going on and they embark on one hell of a journey to try and fix the problem. Mm-hmm. It kind of, God, what's that? It's got kind of a, when they're trying to solve it, it's got kind of like a, a Monster Squad-y, Lost Boys type Goonies yeah, vibe. The, the, <laughs> Goonies a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, it has that. Yeah, that's why I, I said when I was talking to you about it that it was like Stranger Things and Conjuring. But, um... It's it's hard to really delve into the angles aspects of those those works and why it it reminds me enough of them to liken it to it. It's definitely original and it's got its own things going for it, but you can definitely uh attribute some things to those works without without saying that it's derived from them or taking away from them. Yeah, you can tell where the um, inspiration, like the stuff that he, um, that maybe inspired him to create it. And, uh, because it is, like, it's 
really equal that-ish. And... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to... It's hard to say that he per- he didn't get any inspiration from that. I'm guessing that he did. He's He's a year younger than me, and it said that he directed his first horror movie with his parents when he was like, he, he made a film with his parents, mm-hmm. not that they work in film or direct film. He did it at home on a VCR or VHS camera, but uh, he did it when he was a child Yeah, and he has been interested in it ever since. So he's definitely got some, some history in it and especially in the horror genre. So yeah, it's, it's easy to say that he was inspired by and made a little homage to evil dead. I mean, it, it takes place in the same generation Mm -hmm. just based on, you know, if you watch it, you can tell it takes place in the seventies, whether or not they say it. Or maybe, maybe more um, evil dead too. I mean, it has a lot of the feeling of the first Evil Dead, but then it has some Evil Dead 2 feelings, which, you know, they're they're completely different feelings. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And this movie kind of merges those and then adds a little bit of, like, The Conjuring and maybe some of those exorcisms. Yeah. Definitely some of the exorcism movies as well. And then, of course, like Strange Things, Goonies. And yeah. They mix pretty well together, I think. They do. I mean... Well, in this. Whatever he took his inspiration from, whatever he was going for, uh, I think he hit it. <laughs> yeah. I I liked... I liked everything in the movie. I liked um, I liked all the characters. I think the character development was perfect. And I don't think... I don't think I would add or subtract anything to or from the movie. I know that you had already said you would lessen the ending of the movie, but yeah. if we did that, it would break my heart. <laughs> I can't say why, but... I would just cry. Um, but all around, I think I think <laughs> I think the comic value from some of the uh, characters in the movie. There are some deputies in the movie, and every horror movie is made better by dipshit deputies. Right, and that's some of the things. That's like a horror movie staple. Yeah, you need to have like. As much as a scream queen is, you know, like you got your scream queens and then you got your idiot cops. Right. Well, deputies. The cops usually in horror movies just either die viciously or aren't around. But deputies, on the other hand, those are always idiots. Except for Dewey. I got to give it up to Dewey and scream. Yeah, David Arquette, man, you can't kill David Arquette. Yeah, he was kind of stupid, though. Oh yeah, he played a dipshit, but he was also 
you know, charming and fun. And he was he was stronger than he was smart for sure. And I don't mean like physically, I mean, instinctually. Yeah. And survivability. I mean, that dude took some shit in those movies. He fucking, he got stabbed a bunch. He got in every movie. Yeah. He, he gets fucked up in every scream movie. <laughs> it's, it's brutal, but he always comes back. Uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, I I don't think so, but he probably did because he, he got it in the first one. He gets stabbed in the back. In the second one, he gets cut to shit. The third one, he gets cut to shit. He's coming back for the fifth one. Oh, yeah. I read about that. Everyone. So is uh, Nev Campbell. I don't know if they got Courtney Cox, but I'm sure they will. Who's going to be directed? I have not heard, but if I had my way, I would go with uh, Robert England. Huh. I would, I would definitely take Robert England to pick up that mantle for two reasons. One, he worked with Wes Craven on a lot of things, not just Nightmare on Elm Street, but some other stuff that Wes Craven had. Uh, creative influence on and assisted people in some uh, some indie stuff before Wes had passed. Two, Robert England has probably the most horror movies of different genres and everything under his belt. I mean, he has done psychological thrillers. He has done slasher movies. He's done. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, still, he gets the feel. And if you've ever seen, um, I think it was 976 Evil is directed by Robert England. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. And I like that movie a lot. Matter of fact, that's the only thing he's done. I do not believe so, but. Mm, let me make sure. Yes, Robert England did direct 976 Evil. Did he direct anything else? I will Google it. I was looking in my movie list because I have 976 Evil, so that was just an easy click. You'd also have to watch direct too. Well, yeah. I I would hope that they would you know, offer it to him. Uh, he directed a movie called Killer Pad. Oh, before we run too far off subject. Get this one rating. Ooh. Um, well, are we bringing back our rating system? How did how did we do it? Was it new ones or? F- I think new ones ten. Five. New ones five. Old ones ten. Yeah. If I had to rate this, I would easily give it a four two. 
I would even I would even give it higher, but I, I'll I'll stick with a four two. I got to save that five. You know that's got to be coveted. I can't just be handing out them fives, man. But I would I would put this up there. I really for it being the director's first written and directed feature film um, for the entire cast being, you know, fresh. And yeah, especially the fact that there are three young actors and actresses carrying the movie and it having just so much strength to their roles and to their delivery of every line and everything. I think I think it definitely deserves a high rating. I'll give it a three and a half. It's a good Man. movie. It's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. A good <laughs> three and a half. I think that'd be a good rating. Yeah, it's not a bad rating out of five. I mean, three and a half is fucking up there. Nightmares in the Makeup Chair. That's a movie. I have to get that. I need to see that. It's a documentary about special effects makeup. Oh, I guess I would have probably could have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, it's self-explanatory. Plus, it was like an actual horror movie. I mean, there's like hair dressed in horror movies and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there could be. There is, and it could be, I should say. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, I would recommend people see this movie. I, I should actually, before we end, I should really quick check and see when this is. Oh, when it's going to be available? Yeah, when it's going to be available for everybody. All right, so it already released in Germany. Oh, it's set in 1979. Wow, look at that. Google just killing it. Okay, it came out in Germany. It released in South Korea. This is weird. Mm. That they've released in all these other places, but they have not. They have quite a bit. The, um, there's a lot of movies that go other places before they come here in the States. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was filmed here and everything, so it's just weird to me that they released in Germany and then South Korea. I guess it just depends on who's um, marketing it. Because usually they'll send it to... Because Germany is a fan of four flicks and stuff like that. Yeah. So they usually... Oh, it got four stars on IMDb. Oh, it did? It did. See, I told you. Germans love four Oh, it's four stars out of ten. Wow, what a bunch of haters. 
<laughs> oh, four out of ten. Yeah, they gave it four out of ten. I would give it if it was out of ten, I'd give it a seven or an eight. Mm-hmm. That's also a... Whatever yeah, I am DB, I don't hate you. But I'm not gonna appreciate that <laughs> at all. I thought they were um their ratings were uh, five. Yeah, so did I. Apparently, they've uh, they've gone up to ten now. IMDb is ten. Film Affinity is now ten. I wonder what Rotten Tomatoes is. Did they change theirs too? Five hundred and eight votes, giving it a three point nine out of ten. God, that's gross. Either way, I think the movie might be out. Oh yeah, yeah. But you also gotta realize not a lot of people have seen it yet. So no, they they wouldn't have because I don't think. Um... Oh, that's what I should type in. I should type Blu-ray. No, that's they live. I did not. Okay. Yeah, when I was looking this up, I was like, they it just was. They live. They're back. Yeah. Right? Release dates. Okay. There are no dates. They don't even have the dates on here for uh, South Korea, which I found was in June. They just have the May 29th date for um, Germany. Which it came out on Blu-ray and DVD on. Oh, it doesn't? So you can order this movie right now. In German. It might be in German. <laughs> um, well, I think we just have to wait for their... Uh, after the festival. Work. Yeah, they, uh, they got released. Australia, Brazil, Canada, Germany, Mexico, Russia... United Kingdom and USA slated. So they don't have dates for them yet. But I'm guessing that the entire European and Asian continents both have the movie already. Well, if we find out when this movie is going to be available for everybody, we'll make sure to say it in a upcoming yeah, absolutely. They they're actually they have a lot of good movies accompanying it at Grimfest. What do they got? Uh, well, there's some movies that just came out this year. Twelve Hour Shift. I have that. I have not yet watched it. We should watch that sometime. It sounded good. Uh, Stray from last year. They've got um, Anonymous Animals, which looks good, but I'm not sure. It's uh, it's a series of things, like an anthology kind of, but they all have to do with the same thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it 
could be good. They don't, they don't work for um, Veronica. There's a movie called uh, Hungry Joe that's a short that's playing there. Hungry Joe? Yeah. I I should see if I can get my hands on that. It's about uh, a kid who... Um, how do you say this? He's born desiring human flesh. <laughs> oh. There might be a word. The special. That's messed up, man. That was what I was going to call this shit that I was going to work on, but it was a kid's movie. Right, so the Hungry Joe, is him as a kid? Or is he craving it? Like as soon as he's born, uh, he's a kid. All right, so he starts craving it once he like what? Since he when he has teeth. Um, I I think the kid is like, I want to say, around ten. You know yeah. what? Matter of fact, I should see if because it sounds like that. Uh... Remember that movie Grease? Yeah. Where baby's stillborn, they start feeding it blood. Yeah. Disturbing. Alright, I'm gonna reach out to some people and see if I can get my hands on that shit. I probably won't be able to because they're gonna want to keep that shorts are hard to get I mean I, I get some of them but it's it's easy to get them when they turn into something big and they include them into you know feature films then you can get them with those but yeah. trying to get a short that's airing at festivals and stuff is no, it's rough. <laughs> I know, like, you can find some on, uh, like, Shutter. But, um, it's like a lot of directors are only doing, um, mostly doing shorts. Like, um, David Lynch is mostly doing shorts nowadays. You have Neil you know, Blomkamp, he's always doing shorts. Shorts are like we're seeing before they turn into a movie. Yeah, a lot of them are. I mean, a lot of them they pack a lot into a 20 30 minute short. Mm-hmm. So, that'd be like a good idea for a new streaming service to just get all these shorts. I think. I think it would be smart of Shutter to try and do that. I mean they they've got their they've got their shorts section, you know what I mean? But I, I think it would be I think it would smart of them to try and get people to it would it would be smart of them to buy these shorts from these people that are working on them. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, Shutter has like four 
shorts in their section. They have an entire section dedicated to shorts, and they don't have shit in it. I think it's like a good, um, they have like a screening service of just the shorts, and you can get them from all over, like not just horror movie shorts, but like sci-fi. Yeah. Comedy and stuff like that. It'd be like three bucks and you get all the shorts right from the festival. I think that'd be worth it. I think that would be that would be something I would be interested in. Absolutely. I'm gonna the, sneeze. You would think the uh, <laughs> Oh my god, COVID. Thought about that, right? You would have thought they would have done that. Like made an app for all these shorts that are being aired festival and stuff. Ooh. I wait, are you what? what? Say that again. Did you ask if I had heard about it? No, I said you would have think they would have thought about that. Oh right, yes. Yeah, I mean I'm guessing somebody else has, because anytime I'm involved in a conversation where a thought is had, that shit already exists. <laughs> right. So, because if not, I mean, that's worth pursuing. Streaming service for shorts. Quibi. Oh, not like those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that came up, and I am not a fan of Quibi. No, they're... That's not what we're talking about. No, those are like 10-minute episodes, which to me defeats the point of anything. It's just a gimmick. It, yeah, it kind of is. I'm not trying to hate on Quibi, but... No, I think it's like one, you could like flip your phone and see another... Um, like, viewpoint of the story. Like, if you just flip your phone... That's weird. Like, gimmicky stuff. I mean, I wish it was worth it, because they got some really good filmmakers working on shit. Man, that just gave me another crazy idea. Oh, man. But I, I would have to look into how that could be done, but... Okay, so... I have... Um. All right, so I have an app on my phone that works with the TV show Archer. Oh yeah. And it, it was specifically one season where if you if you held your phone up to the screen like if you were in the app and activated the camera on the app, you could find easter eggs in each episode that would light up and move and stuff. Now imagine that with horror films, just imagine like a paranormal act or a paranormal movie or a slasher movie or anything with a dedicated app to it, where if you held up your camera, you could actually see the shit that they're not seeing. Hmm. That just kind of, that sounds so interesting to me right now. But at the same time, I don't know how much work would have to go into that. But, also but it would be super that, cool. Like you could watch the thing that you're saying 
own and then you See, that would be good, too. See, if you had an app for that, to do that kind of stuff, like if it was a paranormal movie, you could, like, say somebody's being lifted into the air by nothing on screen. You hold up your phone and you can see the demon or whatever it is lifting them up. Or if it's a slasher movie, you can hold up your phone and you can see their point of view. Or you you could work it into different genres in different ways. I don't know. Paranormal I mean, it's a good idea, but like, I don't know. I'm just imagining all the ones that like try to actually put the demon into it. Yeah, they would have to do it well because they, some of that shit sucks. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to name any names insidious, but. <laughs> yeah. I I liked insidious i know i think you said you weren't a fan of those movies but uh i liked those movies i didn't really care for the design of the evil dark entity whatever you want to call him the man with the red face but no i the 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 key. I didn't really care for that one. I think the more that they continued those movies, the the harder it got to appreciate the movies. Well, I like The Conjuring one and two. Yeah, I liked I liked the first Conjuring movie, and I disliked everything in that universe, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's it's weird because I think I think I was just reading that they're all getting back together to do more shit in the universe. Well, and it's well, one of those only genre, like things where I'm like why? Yeah, it's, uh, the nun was pretty bad, the Annabelle movies. And yeah, I did not care for Annabelle at the all. Curse of- um, the Bob nun Rona was terrible. <laughs> Which one, though? The um, conjuring. The oh, so the curse of Ladiono. Yeah, that one. I mean, I bad. liked it, but I didn't. And then there is there is a La Llorona movie on that's. Shutter, right? uh, it, it might be on Shutter. I know it's not part of the Conjuring universe no. or anything to do with those people. If you're talking about the one on Shutter, it fucks. That movie did not suck. No, it was in Spanish, right? That's yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. Well, I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking... It's a Spanish folklore. I mean, let them do it. Yeah, it was really good. They did a good job. But the... Uh, the Conjuring Universe, the Curses of all your own. Oh my god, that was bad. The young cannibals, seven friends, summon a monster when they are tricked into eating burgers made of human flesh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like, blood diner. Yeah, that's a stolen idea. 
But they might do a cool job. Come to me with it. Might have to. <laughs> I, I'm totally gonna get this movie. I might have to watch that. Yeah. Sounds like a good movie to watch. I have to figure out stuff for all of the. Uh... Oh, we should do Midnight Meat Train. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Both of them. I like the original and I like the Bradley Cooper redo. Mm-hmm. I thought that actually worked out pretty well. I was not mad at it. Yeah, the redo was pretty good. With, um, what's it? Is it Vince? Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. He was, he was great as a, uh, I love Vinnie Jones, man. I was heartbroken when his wife passed. But that dude, he he's crazy. Mm-hmm. In, like, the best way. I mean, as an actor, he is. He's, yeah, he's a chameleon, man. He's, he's great in comedies, which it, it's hard to be able to do both. You know what I mean? And a lot of actors will say that. A lot of actors that are great at dramas and serious roles find it hard to do comedic stuff and free themselves up to that. Comedic is more timing. (laughs) But he nails it. I like his shit, man. Got good timing. And then creepy as hell in Midnight Meat, right? Yeah, he he is. He's he was really great in that movie. I man, do I have that? I don't know if I even have that anymore. I mean, I know I have it, but I don't know if I left it up on Plex. I might have to put it back up there. I have it on DVD, but I saw it somewhere. But um, shutters. I I should ask if I can. Do uh, is it on Shutter? It might be on Shutter. We might have to. We might have to do that one night, either for this or for movie night. Yeah, probably have to do that. Um, Young Cannibals on here. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, I'm downloading it right now. I just typed Shutter on Shutter. <laughs> Midnight. Neat. It is no, not on Shutter. Wow. I wonder if it's on Netflix. That might be for Amazon Prime. It's probably on Prime for sure. I know I saw it. No, I don't think it's Prime because I saw it on one of the streaming sites where you scroll. In the movie, it's not. You know what I mean. The... Yeah. Um, nope. That's not on Netflix. Maybe Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I'll, I'll take a check. I'll take a look. I know I saw it somewhere. Unless I took it off. Yeah, I think they did have it on Shutter at one point. And they might have pulled it down. Yeah. 
you know what? I'm gonna Midnight Man. Yep, I do not have the Midnight Man. That that is a good movie. I don't know if did you watch that? I know I watched it with people. I can't remember if you watched it. I don't remember. That's that's a decent movie. It's worth watching. Did you see that Shudder put Veronica up? Yeah. God. <sighs> it's a terrible movie. The <laughs> movie was so shit. <laughs> uh, I'm sure some people find enjoyment in it. I, I don't know if I have ever bashed a movie that hard. I don't know. It might be fun just to like ever. Get drunk and play it with your friends and stuff. It might be a different uh... I wouldn't know. Yeah, I'm quitting drinking again. I am not about that life. <sighs> Well, I'm saying for somebody else, I think if they were drinking and hanging out with their friends or getting high, they might enjoy the movie more than. Oh, I'm sure if you were high off your fucking mind, it might suck even more. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine watching that like on shrooms or something. I mean, yeah, maybe mushrooms. The movie would be fucking ooh, Midnight Meat Train, unrated director's cut. I think that's the one I have. Mm. Yep, me too. <laughs> All right, so I think it would be time to cut this off. Um, grab the potatoes and run. Yeah, potatoes will save your life from demons. All right, um... Yeah, I guess. You're probably going to edit a lot of this down, aren't you? No, I'm just going to edit the first part. All right. Well, in that case, uh, shout-outs to Mary Madeline Rowe for her role as Jessica Daniels. Amazing lead, young actress. I hope to see her in a lot more stuff. Morgan Chandler, who played Sam, he was also pretty great. Give him credit. Eden Campbell for the fucking win. I mean, she's not even old enough to hear me speak like that, but this girl had all of my heart in her role as Cheddar. Right there. Cheddar was a good character. She was my favorite. Ash and Elizabeth... As the parents, Daniels, they were great. Frederick Floyd as Sheriff Charlie. He gets a notable mention. And my two favorite little Easter eggs in this movie. I don't know why they're there. I still have to ask the writer of the film. But two of the deputies' names are Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Which is a throwback. Or... Uh, what would you call it? A, uh, I, I don't know. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, an Easter egg reference to two of my favorite people in movies since the 90s, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes for Jay and Silent Bob and everything Kevin Smith touches. I love his shit as both a writer and a director, a comedian, and just everything. I think he's great. So, yeah. I actually just got a new one that I should have had a long time ago. Where did it go? Oh, right there. The Batman Adventures Mad Love from 1994. I have it. It is. I had to pick that up. Because um, it's one of the only ones I didn't have in my Batman collection. Yeah. Got all them shits. Oh. So you want to tell the folks where they can find you? Man, you can't find me anywhere now. All right. So you can you can find me on the Twitter at GFBird. G double E F bird. Um, you can find me on discord at slasher live because I just started that shit today. So you can find all of us there. We are all going to be there. We're going to be doing live stream movies, co-watching together. I'm streaming that shit right from my computer. So you don't even have to have a third party site. You can just hop in and watch it. As long as you message me and say, hey, I listen to your podcast. And I'll be like, dude, that's fucking tits. Uh, you can find me on Slasher. I am really not ever on there anymore. I mean, I still love the app. The community there, I'm sure, is still great. I, I like all the people I met on there. COVID has just kind of ravaged everybody's lives. And... Uh, sure. Social media, uh, when you're balancing it with reality, it works. But when you kind of dive away from living life to living in social media, it can be extremely draining for people, I have found. So I think a lot of people right now are distancing themselves from social media and... I am one of them. I have deactivated my Facebook for the second time this year. I haven't been on that shit since, fuck, man, August. <laughs> went back on Facebook. I went back on Facebook after Lent. <laughs> I, I, took, I took 43 days off of Facebook early in the year. And then I went back to Facebook. And I wondered why almost every single day, but I went back with purpose and I fulfilled that purpose. And then I fucking just got fed up with a lot of the shit that you see on Facebook. Right. And so I just deleted it again and I deactivated my accounts. Um, I was thinking about starting one up professionally for like my live streams and stuff you can also find me on twitch i live stream games it is also g bird g double e f bird i 
try to do that frequently, but right now I am testing a game that I can't really talk about because I signed an NDA saying I wouldn't. Um, that's taking my time away from streaming because, yeah, I should just stop talking. I can't say anything about that damn game. But it's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if I could tell you what it was, I'd tell you to check it out. But I can't. Um, where else can you find me? Uh, the Twitter, the Twitch, Discord. Um, that's that's pretty much the three places I am the most right now. You can actually you can always find me on Discord right now. So if you have a Discord, find Slasher Live. Or yeah, actually that's your best bet because I can't give you the Discord to the game I'm part of. It's fucking NDA contract. Yeah. Man. <laughs> All right, that's that's enough from me. What about you? Where can we find? You. you could find me on Slasher, but like, like you haven't really been on. But I still have my notifications. You know so. what? You know where you can find this motherfucker? I'm gonna say it for him. You can find him on TikTok, TikTok. Right. doing one minute reviews of shit. It's great. He even did this little shimmy video in a mirror. <laughs> I was like, what? Right. I don't know if that's actually true. I've, I've just seen a few of your reviews. Yeah, I've done some stupid shit on there. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. Hey, man, I only know that because I'm on TikTok. Yeah. Well, I haven't done a video. I have not time. yet made a video, but I am constantly on there watching them. I like a lot of the content created for TikTok. Yeah, I haven't been on... Well, I haven't made anything for you since. on TikTok slash Facebook. Yeah. Um, the Twitter. Most of those That's right. I have, um, did get you to join the Twit. <laughs> yeah. Most of those have notifications on, so if you find me, I'll, I'll, I'll talk with you. But I'm I need not posting anything to new. get. <laughs> I need to get everybody into this damn Discord, man. We got to make this shit pop. Movie year. nights, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's not really like Slasher. Slasher, you probably should have named it something different. Than anything. Well, I, I named it after the, the Slack. So it was easy for people to migrate. I guess that makes sense. It, it was Bella's idea. She said to just name it the same thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's... That's not a bad idea. I I had some stupid names, man. I am I am not good at naming stuff. I mean, I'm like so far. I was gonna name it fucking time. horror whores for damn shit. I'm like so far behind on our book club. I don't even know what they're reading right now. Are they still doing yeah, it? So. Damn. Well, at least something got kept up yeah. with. And that was your fucking idea. How are you going to fall <laughs> off? <laughs> hey, we should start a book club, peace. Right. I mean, that one, I can't even remember her name, but that one person joined and was like, I don't like this book. And I was like, who fucking cares? And don't read it. 
And all she did was hop into the Slack and complain about it for like three straight days, and then she left Slack. Yeah. Well, uh, this is stupid. I don't like you people anymore. And it's like, yeah, we didn't fucking like you either. All you did was come in here and complain about the book you didn't want to read. Stop reading it. I've like been a part of it for like a month. Um. There you go. That's your horror short, and I need you to work on it and film it. I don't care who you get to co-star in it with you, but you need to hold somebody at gunpoint in a book club. <laughs> like, you have to forcefully make them read a fucking book they don't like. Oh. That's the whole movie. The yeah, the book club. That's a great name for it. <laughs> like, Dude, people would see that. You could get it, like, get the Hallmark channel to pick it up. Like, oh, it's the book club. It's about some people that read books, and one of them doesn't really like it. It's cheeky. <laughs> and then they get it, and it's just brutal. I'd be like, <laughs> so is the book club like, itself forcing one person to read it, like a cultish thing? Or is one person who didn't like the book trying to track down the rest of the book club to kill them? I like the cultish idea, but... Yeah, no, the cultish idea is definitely the go-to. I, I think... Uh, so I think it would kind of be like that Unfriended movie. You know what I mean? Where, like, you got this online book club and everybody's in a chat and they, they read the book together and they do reviews and then one person gets in there and all she does is talk shit about how stupid the book is and they should switch books and then everybody else just shows up to this bitch's house and they force her to read the book or they'll kill her family. <laughs> that just sounds so messed up. <laughs> the whole movie is just somebody reading like Art of Wars. <laughs> <laughs> just pick the longest book. It's a, it's like the Dances with Wolves unrated edition. It's just six hours of this chick reading War and Peace. <laughs> and every time she fucking falls asleep or closes the book, one of her family members gets gutted. Yeah. Or uh, Crime and Punishment. Some ironic Oh, it would have to be some some light book too. It would have to not be big. It would have to be something whimsical and stupid, like uh, <laughs> um, God. Well, what's that? What's that fucking? What's that book? Uh, something blue, something borrowed, uh, or the Notebook or something. Uh, they were playing Tulsa. Oh man. Grapes of Wrath. Grapes of Wrath. It'd be a picture book. <laughs> what did oh man, what did I just watch? I just watched I just watched a movie yesterday with Bella. Um and now I can't remember his name. The actor that played Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs was one of the main actors in it. Hmm. He's a good actor. He is, and I'm surprised that I can't think of his name right now. Because I was just going to say it. It was on my tongue. I'm still thinking of his damn name. Um, starts. It starts with an 
L or an S. It's um. Oh my god. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Oh my god. Dude. It's oh. I think his first name starts with a T and his last name starts with an L. Aren't you sat in front of a computer? Ted Levine. Yeah. Jesus. Me too. Aren't you sitting in front of a computer? <laughs> it puts the lotion on. It puts the lotion on. It does what it's told. Oh my god. It puts the Joe dirt in the hall. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorite things in that movie. It reads the pages or it gets the cut again. All right. Um Yeah. It's good to be back. We're at an hour and 15 minutes. This is a ridiculous length for a podcast, but we haven't done one in... I haven't been a part of one in like six months. Right. This is about how long they usually are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, We had some 45 minutes to an hour. That's, that's generally our wheelhouse. We had a couple that went over just because of how awesome the movies were and how much I talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but dude, it's 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 great to be back. I'm glad to be doing this again. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. Now I am going to definitely get a body here because I need to pee and I'm hungry. I want some hash browns. Right. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, we got one. Uh, you as well. 